Brethren, be more zealous to confirm your call and election, for if you do this, you will never fall. So there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Therefore, I intend always to remind you of these things, though you know them and are established in the truth that you have. I think it right, as long as I am in this body, to arouse you by way of reminder, since I know that the putting off of my body will be soon, as our Lord Jesus Christ showed me. And I will see to it that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. For we do not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For when he received honor and glory from God the Father, and the voice was borne to him by the majestic glory, this is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. We heard this voice born from heaven, for we were with him on the holy mountain. And we have the prophetic word made more sure. You will do well to pay attention to this as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. Peace be with you, the reader. Arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Matthew. At that time, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and led him up to a high mountain apart. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his garments became white as light. And behold, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. And Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it if is well that we are here. If you wish, I will make three booths here, one for you and one for Moses 
and one for Elijah. He was still speaking when, lo, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were filled with awe. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise and have no fear. And when they lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. And as they were coming down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Tell no one the vision until the Son of Man is raised from the dead. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Good morning. Many years to all of you on this great feast day of our church. Today, I wanted to share with you a story about the Rosetta Stone. Do you know what the Rosetta Stone is? I'm not talking about the computer program for learning languages, because it's named after that, the, the language you know, computer program is named after the Rosetta Stone. Here's a, little, uh, here's a little bit about the discovery of the Rosetta Stone. In 1799, Napoleon's campaign brought French soldiers to Egypt. On July 15, 1799, French soldiers there were uh, building up the defenses of Fort Julian a couple miles northeast of the Egyptian port town of Rosetta. As they were strengthening the defenses of Fort Julian, a lieutenant spotted a slab with inscriptions on one side of it that the soldiers had uncovered when they were fixing the walls. Here, he at once saw that it might be important and informed his general, who happened to be staying at the port town of Rosetta. The stone slab contained three inscriptions, the first in ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs, the second in spoken Egyptian, and the third in ancient Greek. All three inscriptions were were versions of the same text. So finally, scholars had a key, the Rosetta Stone, to decipher ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs by using the ancient Greek translation on the stone. The discovery of the Rosetta Stone helped unlock the meaning of ancient 
Egyptian hieroglyphs. Hieroglyphs were pictures, not, not uh, written out words, right? Uh, pictures of, of things that, that was, uh, represented their language. The Rosetta Stone was such an important discovery for the study of ancient Egypt. Sometimes, when we read passages in the New Testament, like today's reading about the Transfiguration, we sometimes don't understand the details. It's kind of like those scholars trying to decipher ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs. Sometimes we just need some kind of key to unlock their mysteries. Sometimes we don't understand certain details in the New Testament because New Testament passages because we are often ignorant of the Old Testament, that is, the biblical writings before Christ's time. Sometimes details in the New Testament, like details in today's reading about the Transfiguration, baffle us or seem unimportant due to our ignorance about the Old Testament scriptures. But when we read the New Testament and read the footnotes in our Bibles and look up the Old Testament passages connected to the New Testament passage we are reading, we will better understand the New Testament passage we are reading. The Old Testament can be our Rosetta Stone when we read the New Testament. Let's do this with today's gospel reading about the Transfiguration. In today's gospel reading, we read that Moses and Elijah appeared with Jesus at the Transfiguration on Mount Tabor. Why why these two? There are several reasons, some of which I will explain. First, Moses, the receiver of the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai, represents the law or teaching or Torah of the Old Testament, while Elijah, the prophet, represents all the prophets of the Old Testament. Remember, Christ said that he is the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. These two then represent the law and the prophets and were present there at the transfiguration. Secondly, Christ is the God of all and has authority over both the living and the dead, as we say in our Trisarium prayers. Significantly, Moses died and was buried according to Deuteronomy chapter 34, while Elijah the prophet, according to 2 Kings chapter 2, never died but ascended into heaven. Christ has authority over the living and the dead, And these are two examples of how the Old Testament can be our Rosetta Stone when reading the New Testament. Another curious detail in today's gospel reading is St. Peter's suggestion suggestion to build three booths or tents or tabernacles on Mount Tabor. Now, we may have no clue what this means, But if we use our Rosetta Stone, the Old Testament, we will better understand this detail. In ancient Judaism, and still practiced today by pious Jews, is the Feast of Tabernacles or Booths. The Feast of Booths is celebrated around harvest time. And these booths are like temporary shelters that were uh, used at harvest time, okay, like to get out of the sun. 
And the Feast of Booths celebrates the first fruits of God's blessings during harvest time. In fact, we'll uh, bless the grapes later today, right? And uh, so, in continuation of this feast. However, it also celebrates the exodus from Egypt and the blessings of the promised land, right? The promised land is a is the land of milk and honey, and it is also, in addition, anticipates God's blessings in the age to come. So the Feast of Booths anticipated the coming of God and the fulfillment of his promises. God sent his only son who revealed himself on Mount Tabor before he went to Jerusalem to die for our sins. The Feast of Booths, like other ancient Jewish festivals, is, according to Orthodox Christian belief, fulfilled in Christ's life. Just as there was a promise to leave Egypt and settle in the promised land, leaving behind slavery under the Egyptians, so Jesus promised to go to Jerusalem, die and rise again, deliver us from the slavery of sin, and enable us to enter not the promised land, but rather his heavenly kingdom. So just as the Rosetta Stone helped archaeologists and historians better understand ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs, so our reading of the Old Testament helps us to better understand many details of the New Testament. But don't be upset about understanding all the details in the Bible. No one does except God. When you read the New Testament, use the footnotes and the Old Testament citations in your Bible to better understand New Testament passages you might be reading. Remember, when we encounter details when reading the New Testament, oftentimes we can use one of our Rosetta Stones, the Old Testament, to better understand passages we are reading. May the Lord God, who is the Lord of the Old and New Testaments, who is the fulfillment of the Law and the Prophets, Help us to better understand and love the Bible. Amen.